0: Welcome to the podcast we talk about all the things that are hidden in the shadows. This is Isaac. This is Megan. And on this episode, we're going to do a little free advertisement.
1: Yeah, we're going to talk about podcasts, paranormal podcasts that we listen to. Because one of the things that we noticed is that um, a lot of our listeners listen to not just our podcast but other paranormal podcasts. And we wanted to relay to you guys some of our favorite podcasts in the paranormal field more so Isaac because I really honestly as bad as it sounds I I listen when I can but no I do I listen when I can to certain ones but it's 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 I think I've talked about this before it's really hard to not keep my attention but for me to sit still and concentrate because my brain is just it's it's even hard for me with a movie if I sit through an entire movie it's it's pretty impressive but sometimes with sometimes I do listen to podcasts. I like watching interviews and stuff like that, as weird as that sounds. So Isaac is more of the connoisseur of podcasts. He listens to a bunch of different ones, so
0: no, I know this episode was supposed to come out last week, but um we got held up with some things and an investigation, which will be the second half of this episode. So not only are we giving free advertisements, of podcasts that we like. We're also going to give you a major haunted update um, for the second half, and I guarantee it's not going to be like anything you've heard before, especially one thing I took at the end of the investigation. And if you know anything about uh, what me and Megan do in our paranormal team, me taking things, uh, I've taken things, we've talked about that are pretty impressive. But this thing that we were talking about at the uh, second half of the podcast will be unlike anything you've ever heard before, and I guarantee it.
1: Yeah, and I have a we we went back to a location that we've been before because we are starting to start to amp up with investigations. Hopefully, we are going to get into the swing of things of going every week. Mm-hmm. And we we've been scouting out locations since the beginning of the, this year like just following people's experiences, you know, locally and seeing if like it, it pinpoints to a certain location that we could look at. Yeah, so uh, This is also going to be a way to... I think haunted updates are going to be more of a thing as we investigate. That's going to be one type of episode that we will put out is like when we go to a specific haunted location, because we are looking at traveling more this year. We'll give you like actual, like a full-fledged haunted update episodes for those that are interested in it, because it is is a very heavy part of what we're doing now and how the podcast has transformed like what we're doing. So...
0: Yeah. The location was Patsy's Pond, the place that always keeps giving us new stuff. Yeah. Regardless of how many times you've been there.
1: It's definitely and we in this location, particular this time, validated a lot of the things that we were suspecting. Mm-hmm. So we went uh it was it was mainly what we where we went for our Halloween episode and we haven't been back since like a, this past weekend. So it's a total yeah. what, four times now we went? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Now, on to this episode. I think we're just going to probably call like shout outs to our podcast or something. Yeah. Now, none of these podcasts asked us to talk about them. Mm-hmm. They don't. I No, they don't even know. Yeah. We were talking about them. We'll tag them in this episode when it comes out so they know. But um, all these podcasts, they have no idea. So we're giving it away for free. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, But we just do because, you know. I listen to podcasts a lot because right? I work with my job. I requires me to drive a lot of the time. And then I, I'm always working outside and stuff like that. So I listen to I have a, my headphones in or one at least one headphone in so I can listen to some stuff. But ever since I started getting into podcasts, there's a whole reason why we have this one.
1: Exactly. Because
0: yeah. I was like, you know, what? some of the stuff me and you talk about is interesting enough that I think people would want to listen to. I don't know. Yeah. People would find out. So so especially the paranormal stuff, which you find our, is our niche. Well, then again, the life we live. So, but uh, I wanted to talk about other podcasts that we've made friends with that I listen to in a paranormal world, just because I know you listen to this podcast and you like it a lot. Maybe you want to, you know, dabble in other paranormal podcasts. We're not jealous if you want to share your ears with other people.
1: Yeah. And I think it's interesting, too. Paranormal podcast community is very open arms, and there's different types of paranormal podcasts, too. Um, that I find super interesting of how people take, like you could be talking about Bigfoot, but 12 different podcasts can have 12 different viewpoints on Bigfoot. And it's interesting that all those theories and, and all of that are getting out there. So...
0: Yeah. yeah. Now, starting off with uh one that I listen to a lot, well, every single time they come out with the episode, but you have as well, was our first ever... I want to say buddy podcast, Mm -hmm. which is Believe in the Bazaar.
1: Believe in the Bazaar. Yeah, they were the very first uh, when they, I think they're about a month ahead of us in terms of coming out. Yeah. But they were the first people we connected with when we started the Paranormal Podcast and because normally I'm the one that interacts with uh, certain podcasts that we talk about or talk to and normally if you message on social media, it's normally me. That handles it just because I'm I'm always I always have access to my phone, but they have always been extremely nice, and they were the first ones to basically be like, "Hey, we're believing the bazaar," and "Hey, we're hidden in the shadows. How's it going?" And
0: now most people who have listened to us listen to them. Most people listen to them, listen to us. That's kind of like AFI and Tiger Army. Most fans of both are both. Which some people are like, I don't know either of those bands' names. I'm just using it as a reference that I understand. But if anyone listens to both. AFI and Tiger Army, no, it's a bad analogy now that I think about it. Anyway, but yeah, we kind of have the same fan base when it comes to that, even though we're two entirely different kinds of podcasts. Believe in Bizarre is uh, hosted by Tyler and Charlie, guys who were fascinated by Paranormal, who had their whole premise of the show is that they discuss a topic, and in the end of it, they give it their scale from uh, unbelievable to viable, or to believable, yeah, unbelievable to believable, and there's viable, skeptical And then unbelievable, if I remember correctly. Yeah, believable, viable, skeptical, unbelievable. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's their their ranking system. And they tell you whether or not they find it believable. That's their whole gimmick, right? But what separates us from them to a lot of podcasts we listen to, kind of the reason why you guys listen to us, and it's something that I remember we always talked about, is the idea, and I don't mean this to be mean or like be negative about it, but it does relate to the idea of what, the best way I can explain it is that there are podcasters in the paranormal world, especially, and it probably relates to all the Final of podcasts, but we're talking about paranormal right now, mm-hmm. are spectators and actual people who are involved in the game. So what I mean by that is that there are paranormal podcasters who do not investigate, do not have a haunted house, do not maybe have one or two paranormal experiences, but other than that, they don't indulge in the paranormal whatsoever, other than talking about it. And are we call those spectators because they view it from the outside and they don't want to be involved in it whatsoever which charlie i think has adamantly said that numerous times he does not want to be yeah anything because they get they get he gets scared of uh, horror things really quickly yeah. but as he said um but then there are people like us who are the complete opposite we are consistently involved so much that we have haunted updates because every single day we have something new especially when we investigate
1: yeah and that's one of the compliments cool like compliments cool what was that
0: cool compliments
1: yeah cool compliments that like charlie and uh, tyler have given us before is that it's kind of cool that we have all these experiences and we're getting the experiences out there but i think it's also important to have those spectators and the people that aren't involved because they do give you more of an outside viewers perspective in yeah so like if you are a skeptic of the paranormal it gives you a different approach Like it's it's more it's an easier pill to swallow than if you were to listen to us that are strictly talking about you know experiences and if you fully don't really believe in experience in the paranormal, then it's 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 a harder pill to swallow to listen to us versus Charlie and Tyler that look at it more of an outsider perspective, and they do it in a very great way too, which I like a lot.
0: Oh yeah, I think we get more downloads than us. Oh, yeah.
1: They're above on a yacht and we're down below still trying to swim up, like, yo, oh, hello, people out there.
0: No, Which listen and love us to believe that a lot of people that listen to the paranormal. I mean, you listen to us, you know, we appreciate it and stuff like that. Yes. But most people who listen to the paranormal like hearing it from a spectator's point of view because majority of people who like the paranormal are themselves spectators. Yeah. The few people that are actually involved in it, I guess the ones that actually like us the most. But then a lot of people want to hear from a firsthand experience person's opinion which is us so it kind of balances out when when it comes to the paranormal community but i decided to start with them since they're kind of like our oldest friends when it comes to this podcasting world
1: definitely and i think they do they do use we don't really use special not special effects but like uh how would you describe it i guess it would be special effects no No. sounds sounds like to to amp up yeah we did it a couple episodes and it was just it just doesn't fit us because we're more of a conversation podcast if that makes sense very free-flowing very impulsive
0: plus um, we don't have the um uh, editing skills uh, no, I- well editing software <laughs> to put i guarantee when we figure it out we're going to add music and yeah special it's, it's, sound we'll effects.
1: probably do it because i like i like doing it when we tell like actual stories i think it's really cool i did it once and it was overwhelming because i edit the podcast as well and granted i've come a long way if you go to episode one <laughs> to now definitely it came a long way but i'm nowhere near probably as talented as uh charlie and tyler's
0: i think person. ben the producer ben. yeah but
1: even charlie did it for a little bit and he was he was yeah. really good at it too i just but yeah. i do it because you know
0: next one i found i think they they're we either we follow them on instagram or they follow us on instagram it's the way we kind of found them mm-hmm but i decided to get them to listen and i find them entertaining but what's special about them again on the spectator thing now they do investigate every now and then but not all the time it's like randomly but they're extremely interested uh it's 3 a.m. podcast
1: mm yeah i think they i think we follow them or they follow us something like that yeah
0: um i think it's four guys most of the time now i can not remember all their names yeah um but they the first half of their podcast it could be about an hour to 2 hours is just shooting the shit, just comedy wise, like just making jokes, talking about their day, stuff like that. In the second half, they're going to the, what their the paranormal thing is. Now they are pretty. Uh, by the way, I should have said this about Believe Mazar too. Uh, they they do research their stuff extremely well. Yeah, definitely, 3, yeah. Three a.m. They take their time. They talk about some not uh, very obscure things, but they always bring up stuff from Utah, which where they're located mm. out of. Just random things, stuff that from their perspective. Also, they're Mormons. So you get to hear their perspective on that idea. That's
1: another really interesting thing I think that brings to the paranormal podcasting game is that there's tons of people with different religion backgrounds coming forth yeah, telling their side, which I think is super interesting. And I always hate when like I see negative comments on paranormal podcasts because of what they believe. And so... Because paranormal... Po- uh, paranormal topic in general it's it's so amazing when you're looking at the paranormal community now because you have so many people talking about it you think back in the early 2000s yeah you had like ghost adventures paranormal state stuff like that that were like bringing more light to the paranormal but there are so many paranormal podcasts bringing in different perspectives now which i think is really really cool and it's just it keeps growing and keeps growing
0: next on the list uh it was one actually was on recently and i find them funny it was two girls podcast uh be afraid of the dark
1: oh yeah 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 i enjoy yeah, yeah. i watched one of their live videos on youtube and they were really good
0: like, uh i remember their names cuz i was obviously on their episode uh brittany and tori uh bffs to the end as they say but what i find more entertaining than their opinion on the paranormal and their experiences is the fact that they outdo even me on the burps and farts that are in their episode. Really? Yes. But then you edit out a lot of my farts, so.
1: Yeah. This man, <laughs> I'm surprised he hasn't fallen through his chariot from the holes that, that ass rips.
0: <laughs> you have to put it like that.
1: <laughs> that just came out. Oh. See? No. Before... Okay, when we regularly record, right? Like, it's an every day, every week thing. I get into my podcasting thing where i refrain from the typical megan conversations but when we haven't and there's a little time and space between us recording it's like i go backwards <laughs> and i have to refilter myself okay yeah cuz <laughs> yeah okay
0: <laughs> anyway uh i was on one of their episodes um we're talking about the shadow walker stuff kind of blew their mind in a whole perspective i think we we were uh we met in a big old, uh podcasting or investigation group chat thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. But, uh there's a group chat with some of the paranormal podcasters and they were one of the people in the group chat.
0: Yeah. One that we actually been friends with with well, one that we actually been friends with for a while now. Mm-hmm. Uh induced fear.
1: Yeah, Oscar. Yeah.
0: Right? It's funny I can never nail down who his co-host is cuz it seems to change a lot.
1: Yeah, I think he brings ran- uh, like not random people on, but I think he brings some people on here and there i actually really enjoy- so i noticed i can listen to podcasts if there's video but just straight audio podcast i have a hard time to so see like i would if i was on if i was a random person i probably have a hard time listening to us because i don't know it's not that i don't get intrigued it's just like my mind starts going places and that's what happens with movies too like i'm like can you like if i could talk to my brain like yo chill out like just relax i have the worst time with just sitting down and relax, if it's outside of meditation but oscar i tend to watch a lot of his youtube like videos like i like his uh his series where he um, not series but his episodes where he talks i think the guy's name is exploring with phil i like when he talks to him, he's pretty interesting. And I think Oscar has definitely a unique perspective because he also investigates as well. Yep. Not as often, but I think he does.
0: Well, I would put him in the category as an actual a person involved in the game mm-hmm. because he investigates regularly I think with his a, team.
1: I think he's a fan of horror and like haunted objects and stuff like that. And I think that is another interesting perspective.
0: And yeah. Yeah. Uh, good episodes, good topics. Uh, I think I like the one where he talked about the uh, the cartel and the use of uh of witches and stuff like Ooh, that. Yeah.
1: I had to go. See, I'm so far behind. That's the problem. If I get too in, involved with a podcast, like listening to it, I would fall behind on episodes easily. <laughs> but
0: yeah. Another one, friend of ours who's actually done past life uh readings on yeah. both of us because she that's her uh that's her strongest ability, let's say that. But she's a uh, psychic as well. Uh, The Paranormal Life with V. Is
1: it Paranormal Life? Paranormal Life with V. Okay, so she just has it different on her Twitter. Yeah. Just life Paranormal with V.
0: Paranormal Life with V is a podcast, right?
1: I think it's the Life Paranormal... Wait, you got me confused. Life Paranormal with V.
0: Okay, well, it was relatively close.
1: Yeah, you just like flip-flopped it there.
0: Yeah. She has a good podcast. Yeah. Her- um, her- she had some... I want to say doctor or... Investigate. I can't remember who she had on. I can't remember his name. I just remember the episode was interesting. So she, because she does a lot of interviews, yeah, Yeah. interview based thing. She doesn't have a co host; it's just herself. But she does interview a lot of people.
1: Yeah, she's, and I think her voice, because I know, because I get personal readings from her, and like past life regressions and stuff like that. She's definitely somebody I trust with that. And that's the one thing I've, I've, I love the paranormal community so much. But sometimes you have to go with who ultimately who resonates with you and Nv was definitely somebody that resonated a lot with me from the very beginning she she actually reached out to me to talk about a past life and because i followed her on twitter it was when she just like i think we started kind of around the same time and she uh reached out to me and she was like hey i noticed uh i noticed your podcast or whatever and then she gave me this past life thing and it blew my mind and i was like whoa what And then every year I get a past life reading and a general reading from her. And she's really good. But the thing that I think is special about V is her voice. Her voice is very calming. Like I, 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 and I think obviously that's important with a paranormal podcast. And that's kind of one thing that I, I get nervous about on our paranormal podcast because I tend to say like, and uh, and yeah, and weird voices. (laughs) And my weird laugh so yeah but hers is very good she's very soothing very if you really want to hear like a just a podcast that's got a good voice i don't know going with this but a good voice she's definitely one for it and i even like enjoying listening to her readings uh because it's very so- it makes you pay attention there you go there you go that's what i was trying to get at it makes you pay attention you don't like lose like she has your focus and your focus stays. It's not where you can just like drift off. If that makes sense.
0: Next, it's funny. I have one podcast I also have been on. What if they're wrong?
1: With Jeremiah, yeah, yeah. Yes,
0: he pushes a lot. Not really pushes, he pushes he. Granted, he talks about paranormal things, but mm-hmm. it seems that his more what he likes to talk about is like alien stuff and mm-hmm. uh, conspiracy theories. So,
1: which I think that's super interesting in the paranormal community too. Like podcasting is you always have somebody that specializes in a specific paranormal topic like i feel like oscar kind of focuses around like the investigating mixed with more of the darker aspects of the paranormal you know what i mean like like possessions and stuff like that and then then well you have charlie and tyler that are just unique with what how they approach their podcast because of the whole unbelievable believable like the whole scale that's super interesting that's fresh unique you know concept and then you have certain people that are more cryptid based like one of my good friends uh yammy from cryptid chat with yammy that's another good podcast uh she's very well the cryptid cryptid chat with yammy but i've known her since the beginning and we've had a couple episodes with her a uh, very cool person and another really interesting take on paranormal subjects and at first she wasn't paranormal investigating but now she's starting to so so, that's another one from yeah. my, my pool over here.
0: Because I forgot about
1: Which is very shallow.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm an avid listener to podcasts and stuff like yeah. that. So, moving on. Uh, no, I think I liked one of his episodes on uh, alien abductions. He had people write in stories. Ooh. Yeah.
1: This always interests me, yeah. alien abduction things.
0: Now, one I found. I found. I think I told you about. And it's probably the most big-brained pod- podcast I listen to. Make
1: your brain itch.
0: Well. His subjects are come off as very intelligent, extremely historian based, but the subjects themselves are I don't say paranormal, just supernatural. Let's mm-hmm. say that. Uh it's mastermind discussions.
1: Mm, I remember you telling me about yeah. that. Yeah. Matthew LaCroix. Very cool name.
0: No, it's actually LaCroix, like the the drink. Really? Yeah. I don't know if he's, his family owns it or not, but That's yeah.
1: pretty cool. That is still a cool name though. Yeah. That's a very podcaster name.
0: Matthew Lacroix. Anyway,
1: and now we're back with Matthew LaCroix. Yeah, that's-
0: he's wrote a few books on, Um, his, well, his whole basis of the podcast is mm-hmm. discussing uh, ancient civilizations surrounding the Anunnaki, specifically, mm-hmm. um, and old re- uh, religions surrounding the Mesopotamian area and stuff like that, and talking about aliens and species and the, uh, the Anunnaki, the alien race that supposedly created humanity and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And a projection of gods and stuff like that. Now he brings out different people um in different fields from psychiatrists and and and, and writers and stuff like that. People have written books surrounding aliens specifically and other things like that. But a lot of his stuff is extremely interesting when it comes to a lot of the topics he pulls up. But I found it very interesting, a lot of stuff he was talking about, especially when it comes about like the alien races uh that he talks about, but specifically Anunnaki in talking about how they might have started the creation. And he talks about like Africa being the cradle of life and the whole thing starting out there and then the histories of like how this literature is influenced by this one and this one, this, this one, and how they all kind of relate back. It's a lot of interesting stuff. Scary thing though, he stopped in July of last year. What? He started in 2020 Mm -hmm. and then stopped in July and no one knows what happened. Granted, all the stuff he was talking about could be a little bit on the conspiracy side of, you know, hey, you shouldn't be talking about this shit. But no, I don't know where it happened to him. I checked Instagram, nothing there. Twitter, nothing there. He never started a TikTok. Um, I think I found a Facebook, but there's no new information.
1: Dang, interesting. Yeah, just kind of
0: disappeared, which, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's slightly sometimes concerning.
1: that got me wondering some of the stuff we talk about. Yeah. Ooh, knock yeah. on that door.
0: I think. I think maybe he moved on to a show, possibly. Maybe or maybe cool uh,
1: a network picked him up, yeah. like a like coast to coast kind of thing, or like a.
0: And come finally, come finally, finally, the best podcast that I consider in the paranormal genre.
1: And I also think that they are very fierce contestant. Yeah, now I know
0: you're listening, thinking, oh no, you guys are the best podcast. Oh, oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I would gladly yeah, take that kidding. compliment, but no. The podcast that I listen to to get ideas, uh-huh. to get, oh, that's a good idea. I want to talk about that. Granted, we make our own spin on it. Yeah. But I consider them the best paranormal podcast in the world right now is uh, Believe Whole.
1: Believe Whole, yeah. They're yes. fierce, but they're.
0: Three brothers mm-hmm. Um, have paranormal life experiences, not so much. They don't investigate, more the spectator kind of feel, stuff like that. But they are extremely well-researched, and they also talk about things that aren't so well-known, mm-hmm. things that I never knew existed. Um, I granted, I believe in Bazaar, talk about some things that are extremely obscure to Ohio, yeah. like the Frogman, but Leave they are talking about things that I've never heard about in the paranormal world. When it comes to supernatural, to aliens, conspiracy theories, to um, things in the paranormal I've never heard about. And they get listeners to mission stories and they get other things like that. But one thing that I always didn't even know about until I listened to them was called the Phantom Arm uh, 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 instance that's happening. Where people are seeing random hands and uh, their wrists come through a wall that's sometimes hairy or dripping something. And it disappears back into the wall. Oh, snap. I was like, what? I never freaking heard of that. And they've had a lot of people write in saying they've had experiences from it. And it, is, it was weird about it. I wish they're so good. I wish they had more structure when they're releasing episodes. But they were made release two episodes a month, if you're lucky, maybe once a month. But it's about two and a half hours long with different subjects involved in it that kind of relate to each other. And, yeah, it's it's interesting from beginning to end. They have their own Patreon, which is like their website. They get bonus episode stuff. They go more in-depth with stuff. Of course, you have to pay for it, but it's extremely interesting stuff. They then give you a snippet of what they're going to talk about in the bonus episode that makes you want to pay for it. But, no we research everything about them, their whole story, the three brothers. They use sound effects in their their stuff, and they might change to better make you entertained while listening.
1: They're, they're trailers because we follow them; they follow us. I I think we do. don't hold me to that. I th- I think so. Yeah, yeah, because I think we had some interaction. I
0: made sure of it.
1: Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no! I'm just kidding.
0: If we could have all three <laughs> on <of> the bonus <laughs> episode, awesome. That.
1: What? Weird. The way you said that. The, if, see, this is why sometimes I wish we would transfer to video.
0: Oh, so you can see my face.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh, that <laughs> face! And you. Just, I made sure of it. Uh So like such a like. Some of the things you say, Isaac, reminds me of like a little kid. Anyways, no. But one one little thing that I definitely want to put in there as well is I am very much intrigued by. The fact that, two paranormal podcasts are are morphing, too, and giving a space for paranormal investigators to have their own podcast, too, talking about their investigations and going more in depth and having that vocal spot. I know we did not list, like, every single person, because if we would have done every single person that, you know, we are inspired by or, or think is awesome or whatever... Has a paranormal podcast we'd be here for two hours more mm. right, but definitely uh some of those podcasts that are more of the paranormal investigators that are going over cases going over um talking to different investigators. that's another thing that I'm noticing if you are a listener, a frequent listener to our episodes, Mike from War party Paranormal, he does it with Eric, I believe is his name, yes, yes. They have a show on Paraflix now called uh, Haunted Files. But they actually have a YouTube PETA too is another one. She does like the live YouTube um I don't I think... really call it a podcast. It's not a podcast, but it kinda is like we'll show interview and have a discussion.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Kind of like our paranormal roundtables with yeah. other with other people, but that's another thing that's kinda coming up and I am actually really enjoying seeing that in the paranormal community. I think it's really cool.
0: Well, listen to those podcasts because those ones I've listened to before and I've mm-hmm. liked. So, I obviously, if I point someone in another direction, I point in those.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's definitely. And if you want to look at other podcasts too, I think look because you could look at our followers or following who we're following and you can get a lot of uh, ideas. Just like type in podcasts and you can see all the podcasts that we follow. And normally we recommend those. Yeah. So, so. If you're not on the episode, I'm sorry. And you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're great, too. We have a lot of respect for, like, the people in the Paranormal Podcast community. And, to what they bring to the table. Because, again, it's all different perspective.
0: Uh, I know Paranormal Podcast out there. Probably the biggest names right now is, like, what? Uh, the Last House on the Left. Which Morbid. Are Morbid.
1: I think that's another one. Morbid Files.
0: And then uh, Hillbilly Horror Story. Yeah. Which, actually, I've been on before yeah which yeah. That was pretty cool, but they they don't need any promotion though. oh yeah totally yeah. <laughs> well, like horror stories you you, or... you just put in paranormal podcasts and instantly those come up yeah
1: so. I'm trying to think there's there's some um
0: that' on the top of the list when people talk about Paranormal yeah. podcasts, notice what I'm forgetting something that's like they don't they only read like true crime stuff. but I can't remember the name of it.
1: that's another thing too um,
0: that's one actually we never actually been on or even discussed true with
1: true crime, yeah, but I don't know. That to me is a, I, I don't really like, well, I listen to true, actually, funny enough, I listen to true crime. Well, again, I podcasts that have video apparently is my thing. Cause it's like, I, when I, growing up, I used to like watching interviews with people, like actual interviews. So I think that's where that comes from. But I, I guess maybe seeing the person captures my attention more. I don't know. But I don't know. I think you guys, probably know if you're into the whole true crime and paranormal, but I think her name, I'm going to butcher it, Bailey, and it starts with the last name S. But she basically does like a makeup tutorial and talks about true crime at the same time.
0: Uh, You told me about her. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I liked her a lot. I was actually listening to her a lot. But I stopped listening to true crime because it's just too much on me. And and (laughs) paranormal or not paranormal-wise, psychic. And there is some psychic we didn't talk about that but um there is some psychic paranormal podcast like i'm i'm doing the renaissance renaissance i always butcher that and Mm -hmm. it's the name the renaissance podcast which we're working on by the way i had a hiccup in terms of getting it distributed i don't know what's going on with that but i'm in talks to figure out what's what's going on with that but that was the basis of that is obviously talking about abilities but there is some psychic paranormal podcast. I can't think of the name of this one, but I know they're huge on TikTok. And it's two psychics that get a location. And they do a podcast episode on the remote view, I guess, would be or astral project and remote view of certain locations. And they talk about the locations and what they got personally from remote viewing. Mm. So it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Agree with some of the stuff they say. Not all the stuff, but that's paranormal that's that's you know that's gonna happen in the paranormal community not everything that somebody says you're gonna agree with but
0: yeah it's like science yeah um something that you have been most of you have been patiently waiting for (laughs) our haunted updates yeah our fourth visit to patsy's pond
1: which i am so mad i did not record it was the first time i was like you know what i'm not bringing anything we're just gonna go there because originally we were just gonna go there to like practice practice our abilities in ground.
0: Never. Never yeah. know that place. Yeah. Uh.
1: Not doing that ever again. So.
0: Now, because let's say you talked about how we got there. We got there and we we instantly missed the crossroads. So we've talked about it a hundred times. Just missed it. Walked right past it. Didn't even know it. We started going down the path that we haven't gone down before.
1: Well, I think the first thing to talk about, too, is like as soon as we stepped onto the land, it was definitely... Uh, like it it threw everybody off. Like I know with me personally, I was feeling like my heart was like my heart was. It was weird. It was like my a weight on my chest. Mike was saying the same thing to the point where he thought somebody was actually hurt on the trail. Yeah, and that we because when we arrived there, there was a truck there, and that has never happened before.
0: No one's ever been there at night.
1: Yeah. Which we ran into a group of people, which no flashlights in pitch black. I don't know how. Which
0: they... is weird. Is that, I mean, I, I don't know anyone's thinking, what? You know, you show up at a haunted place and you expect to investigate. And yet there's already people there. Mm-hmm. Now, our first conclusion was there's someone else investigating too, which wouldn't be a big deal because I doubt they're going to investigate the same area we are. Yeah, and it's big. It's the forest. Yeah. So. Um, but no, these weren't kids dressed like, and I say kids because they look like maybe 1920 and all bright colors pastel colors, like, some of them look like they're in college, like yeah, college shirts and stuff like, like that.
1: sorority people. Yeah, yeah. It was really weird.
0: And I, my conclusion was, oh, they're here studying something at night, some kind of nocturnal animal, whatever's in the area, right? Yeah. But I kept negating that because they didn't have any flashlights. No. Who I the hell shows up weird. in the woods at night with no flashlights?
1: It was weird. It was not a... Yeah. And that has never happened to us before. We've never ran out, like, ran into physical people pass like once it gets dark because who the hell goes to a forest at night like that
0: yeah we me we discussed for like 20 minutes like theories of who the fuck who they were and why the hell they're out there that late yeah i mean they're probably thinking the same thing of us but we kind of give it away all black yeah you you can
1: kind of tell like investigators uh, camera
0: and then like lights and fashion stuff like that because you kind of look like we give away that we're investigators so yeah
1: but you were even like, wait till, the, wait till the truck leaves. We're like, don't continue, wait till the truck I know, leaves. And I was
0: like, uh, I'm to wait till they leave. And then we hear the truck start and leave. So, like, yeah, okay, we're good.
1: You never know. And I think that's imp- an important thing when you investigate, too, is always be aware of your surroundings because you never know what's around. I mean, but we're talking about like actual people because who knows? Yeah. I've heard enough. There you go. I've heard enough true crime podcasts and true crime <laughs> videos to know. Pay attention to your surroundings, even when you're paranormal investigating. Even when you think nothing can happen, pay attention, because I yeah. mean, we can even tell stories from that one location where we were getting chased out of, remember? Yeah. By the weird people.
0: So we went right past the crossroads, because we actually wanted to stop there first, but we we missed it. At least we thought we did. And I was saying, no, it's back there. And you guys were like, no, it's still ahead. We kept going. Obviously, it wasn't there anymore. But um, what makes, I guess, Mike... Found his strongest ability with what helps us the most in any investigation now we do now is the exit method because when he connects to the exit method he gets almost direct answers to any questions we might ask and a lot of like I'll have a conversation with the spirit basically through Mike is how well it gets
1: and we're looking to another thing for the future is, is Mike has a theory on a way that we could record what is coming through his Estes method at the same time. Like, connecting, using a splitter to connect um, a digital recorder. So, that might be something that we might be able to to show you guys, like, the actual Estes method. But I didn't bring a recorder, and I should have. Or I didn't even have the space to record on my phone, um, him doing it. Because some of the answers were insane. And some of the
0: voices coming through the spirit box were insane. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It, it, that was probably, other than the Halloween episode, that was probably the heaviest it was a heavy investigation, and we weren't even there like to investigate. We were just kind of there, just to feel, there feel, all long out, feel it <laughs> out. And that's another thing: everything was was skewed. Like our sense of direction was skewed. Our um, time did not time was wonky, man. Like it, it felt like
0: they were for hours, really only there for minutes. Yeah, that was yeah.
1: normally we stay a good chunk of time, and we got back, and even Megan, because she remote viewed in. And she was like, why are you guys back so early? And we were like, Oh, no, it feels like we've been out there for hours. But I think the the feeling of the, the, the pressure on the chest that was that was pretty consistent throughout. I know I definitely felt off. That time was the first time I actually physically was touched. So there was a couple of times throughout the whole thing where I felt like uh where i was like physically touched because i knew there's one spirit there that you know won't cross it's kind of like stuck not stuck there but kind of just like there he won't cross but for whatever reason he's always coming up to me and talking to me and uh he i don't know if it was him particularly but i kept feeling like someone just like brushing my face like just like tapping my cheek and i was like okay but the most intense thing that I saw, and I physically wish I had, and that's why I think one of the things we're going to do is invest in body cameras, because I wish I would have had this. I had the flashlight clipped onto my shirt. It was, it was not moving. It was stuck there. I specifically do that. I literally felt somebody three times throughout the whole investigation grab my shirt and fling the flashlight off. Like, hey, I'm trying to get your attention. Like, pay attention. And for me, I was very... It, it was really weird. I was very in and out. I was like... Something was channeling so hard. I don't know if it was that guy or if it was another person or what. But it it was really... Put it to you this way. It, at one point, Isaac was even concerned and I had to check my mind for us to make sure I was okay.
0: Yeah, because he gave me a look that kind of concerned me. Yeah. I was like... I looked at you like, you never looked at me like that before. Yeah. Um, But that was only... Minor things compared to what we experienced. Besides me taking a, something when he first got there, then said something else, something else, and to a point where uh skinwalker came over a spirit box. Mike was talking about yeah. skinwalker, and then I called it out. I challenged it. Mind you, this is the second skinwalker at this location.
1: And this one is different. The first one was a wolf. Yeah. This one
0: it was more of a deer.
1: Yeah, was showing up as a deer.
0: Yeah. Specific about the skinwalker is he challenged me. He told me to come out down the path that we were walking down by myself. Any entity ever tells you to go by yourself, obviously it's a trap. But not a trap for me, a trap for who I leave behind. And that was my concern, the reason not leaving you and Mike behind, is that it wanted to separate me from you guys so it could attack you guys without protection from me. Because I knew if I got near it, that would be the end of it. But we went along with it. I told Mike, count to ten, then follow me. Right? So we did, and I got about... uh, I don't know, twenty paces ahead of you guys. Far enough that I could barely hear what you're talking about, but I could still hear you behind me. And ahead of you, I heard uh deer hooves running through the woods. Which I looked flashlight in that direction, didn't see any deer. I expect to be deer around there. But... That's
1: the weird thing. No animals. All, no animals. No animals. No animals. No animals. Not not a bird. Not even spiders. Granted, it is like winter and it's like chillier. But there's also, talking about the atmos, like, not, uh, how would you say it? Atmospheric? No. Never mind. But just a feeling of everything. It was raining. Hardcore raining at one point. Not a single one of us got wet. Now, you could say, oh, the trees, right? But there was one point where we were not under trees. And none of us got wet.
0: Yes. So... Deer hooves rustling in the woods, which I said, your form is not going to scare me. You are not going to scare me. Get closer. And I was asking to get closer every single time. And then I felt it, but it wasn't running at me. It was running around me towards you guys, to which I grabbed it and caught it and put it in the ring. Mm-hmm. I went to the ring to look, see what I had. And yeah, he had deer hooved feet, right? And legs, but man's upper torso, kind of like a, I forgot the mythical creature that looks like that. Not a centaur. Um, but sensing animal legs and he had a, a headdress on with deer antlers. Right. But that wasn't the worst thing dealing with that night. After we took care of that, we kept going down the path and we started to come back. When our way back, apparently the spirits there, the goat spirits kept asking questions. They keep giving answers. We have discussions, but one thing interesting, they kept calling me, which I never heard. Well, I've heard before, but we didn't even relate it to the, the subject until we looked it up. They kept calling me a seraphim. Now, Obviously, I'm no mythical angel, of, uh, but they kept bringing that up. About Seraphim, Realm of Nine, all this other stuff, right? And the, what we came up with is the idea of, oh, we get it. A lot of these spirits who passed away were obviously religious and stuff like that, and they see someone who's going there absorbing these dark entities, right, pulling them off the plane and putting them in an object. They obviously think he has to be something other than human, obviously, like that. So I think that's why they started calling me that, which is extremely interesting. I've never... Had any spirits call it? They, they said like wow and weird and holy crap and stuff like that, but never like call me something directly, which is interesting.
1: One thing, too, and this is why definitely we need to start recording and putting this stuff out there mm-hmm. because, uh, okay. What? I just had like a, the words escaped me. Anyways, why do I have to ask you this? Why, uh, what's the name that they call you? The A name.
0: Oh, my native name. Yeah. Ashwala Kanta. Okay. Yeah.
1: They say it on the spirit box. Yeah. I don't know why that. That's weird. Forgot, I, don't
0: know. I forgot to forget my one of my five names. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but they they say it on the spirit box, and it's it's very weird. And like they, well we have native
0: spirits around. They call it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And they specifically they in the spirit box they say what Isaac is doing. It's really freaking crazy because. You know anybody that's kind of skeptic to Isaac's ability, right? May not believe that, but like literally in the spirit box, they say, "Holy crap, he took him! Holy crap, the bad's gone! What is he? What?" Like you can hear them talking amongst each other using the spirit box, saying almost like confirming Isaac's ability. Yeah. Like if you go in there and you think, "Oh, okay, nah, there's no way Isaac's doing this," but then you you could hear it over the spirit box coming through of them. Talking to each other about Isaac's ability is absolutely crazy.
0: I know. The only thing made me laugh <laughs> is that uh, I wasn't wearing the ring on my uh-huh. finger because it was cold and it felt real loose. So I didn't want to like drop it, so I kept it in my pocket. And every time I pulled something, I'd push it into my 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 pocket, which looked like I was pushing it into myself. Because mm-hmm. I remember Mike's was Ness's method what spirits ass like <gasps> he pushed it into himself, right? <laughs> And I had to correct him, I was like, no, 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 I put I took it out and I showed him it's I pushed him into this. I said, This this ring, right? Uh-huh. Uh I said it's Siena Fergo, which is the name of it, no escape. And they said exactly what I I said. They called it a prison, right? They said, is it a prison, right? I said, Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a prison. They're like, oh okay. Like they knew okay, it's like it's not leaving and the with the, the spirits that I took away aren't coming back.
1: Yeah, and it's absolutely like, it blows my mind. Like, I know what we're doing. Like, I know it's, it's accurate. I know what we're doing. But, like, it still blows my mind when Mike is doing the Estes method. And some of the answers come through. And it's so spot on. Like, Mike can't hear because he has, like, the podcast noise-canceling headphones. Like, yeah. they are specifically so you cannot hear And he has the noise. volume all
0: the way up so you can hear every and he, little detail in voice yeah. in the coming through the spirit box.
1: Yeah. And he's even saying some stuff that's crazy. Like, he was getting... Mostly
0: native language coming through a lot. Yeah, native
1: language. And I remember, like, some of the stuff that he was saying, I was like, oh, crap. I remember hearing that because people that have listened to the podcast know, like, I've I've talked about it before. When I was younger, I was obsessed with native culture, and I didn't understand why. Like, I was young. There was no explanation. Like, you know, I do have a native lineage, but, like, I wasn't... Raised native. I was raised mainly in like an Italian household. So, but there are some words I was like, yeah, I've heard that before. When I was like, again, it's weird. I know, but it has, I guess, a past life connection thing. But I've heard these words before, and so it's it's just absolutely insane. Like the connections that come through the spirit box, like when when we're investigating. And I really hope, like, soon we could. Show the world in
0: a sense. Show the world. Like, you talk about me saying something weird. You just did that. Well, was-
1: <laughs> show the world what we're doing at these locations. Oh, it's just because it, it boggles. We my need to mind. do more
0: lives. Plain and simple. We need to record more lives because people can actually be there in the moment and see it for themselves.
1: Yeah, and that's crazy too. Because I was gonna go live, but something like I said, as soon as I stepped on that, because the first time we went there, I had that same thing. Um, second time and third time, not really, but. It's the
0: fourth or fifth?
1: Fourth. Fourth. Here we go again. So it, was like, time. it was so it was like the first time was really heavy. And that same spirit, I I felt that um I felt him the first time really heavy. And then this last time I felt him like he, he for whatever reason he has to stay there. He feels he has to stay there.
0: And I know we've gone to talk about this all so far, but still not the craziest thing that happened that night. Yeah. Alright. So on our way back, we, I thought we were done with all the evil in in the whole place. Apparently not. On our way back, something coming over the, over the we call it spirit box, because Mike's still doing S method. He'd go on and off, on and off, right? But anytime I tell him to go back on because I feel something coming, I need to know the spirits were telling us so far, right? And this is the first time tonight, I think the demons confirm, demons, the entities, spirits Mm -hmm. there, confirm what was there, which is a demon. They kept saying, watch out. Demon coming, right over and over again. Like, watch out, demon coming! Mm-hmm. And I had my hand up looking for it. I couldn't feel anything, but then something charged fast and a lot right behind you. Yeah. To, so I had to step around you in order to get in its way, and yeah. I grabbed it, pulled it, and whatever this was was. I know if you ever listened to them, when I talk about the Shadow Walker ability, I talk about smoke and sand, and let you know right now, everything I pulled that night was sand. Every entity that I pulled was sand. This was not smoke entities. These things were strong and powerful. Every single one that I pulled that night, including the skinwalker. Um, and especially according to the last thing we talked about. But this was sand. And all I got from it is that it must have been a high-ranking demon. Something up on the chart list that a name that you probably heard of, heard before. Mm-hmm. But when I took it, yeah. And then all the other... Spirits, of course, would spirit box. he would take something, oh holy crap, oh my god, and you know, something like stuff yeah. like that. He took it, we took it, he, he got rid of it, right? And every single time I would take something dark, they would start up all the spirits. I like, would go quiet. I take something dark, and they would start talking again, asking questions, or, like discuss. And then when they would start quiet again, is when they stopped talking. When something dark would come near eyes, but we noticed that like, was a pattern. Well, yeah. So, still not the craziest thing that happened that night.
1: And that's the thing about this location. I don't know. I would love to pull the history of the land, like the real, like the real hardcore history because it is so, it is so, cause I was telling Mike, I even feel like there, I don't know how, like I, I feel like there's, I'd say in it because I feel like there's alien activity as well in that area. It's not confirmed. Not but saying I, there isn't.
0: Yeah. Not saying there is. Yeah.
1: But some of the stuff that I've I've seen in the area, like the sky over that that particular thing always trips me out. Like before we were leaving, before you had that uh thing charge up behind me, I I what made me stop was because I kept seeing what looked like a Ferris wheel in the sky. <laughs> and of course, like with, with visions and stuff like that, my, my stuff can get skewed. Like it I'm seeing it in my third eye, but it's it's not actually there. I'm seeing it in my third eye. And I don't know the Ferris wheel thing tripped me out.
0: Now I know a lot of people who listen to the podcast have heard us talk about things and things I've taken and oh my god, it, it's almost hard for you to believe. Believe me, I'm so I, we're gonna have to realize too. I'm so nonchalant about this that it almost comes off as unbelievable. Which now I understand that when I when I tell people about what I can do, I come off as oh, it's second nature to me because it is. It always feels like even though this ability is extremely out there, I always felt like it's always I always had it. Hence, why it always feels normal to me, which anyone in the world would be extremely abnormal to it. Like, oh my God, I'm going insane or whatever reasons. But I find it normal. I don't know why. It's just natural, right? Like most psychics step into their abilities. Some of them find it naturally. Some of them fight against it. And I know when I explain some of these things to you, they're like, there's no way he could have taken this out. There's no way he could have taken that out. I don't care if you believe it or not. That's not the point. Me telling you the story of what I can do is now. Up to most things I've talked about, I've taken from demons to skinwalkers to uh, elementals and stuff like that. This next thing we talk about is the first time ever I've taken this thing out. And I didn't know I could, nor did I even know it existed. Right? So now I got you on the edge of your seat. (laughs) On our way out, we passed by the sinkhole. Same sinkhole I closed a portal at. Third time we went. Mm -hmm. Second time.
1: And that portal has been the a on the radar because Megan, the first time we were there, remote viewed, and she was she kept saying the first the first sinkhole, the first sinkhole. And every time we pass it, we always stop. If you notice, at the first sinkhole, every time we go in, stop the first sinkhole.
0: Oh, uh, one more thing before I get to that. I know I just I hate uh, edging everyone. Ew! Ew! <laughs> not say that. I knew that one. Ah. <laughs> I knew that word to get you. <laughs> but yeah, the sinkhole, the first sinkhole, all that, right, is ideally where most of it started. But when we pass by on our way out, I don't I get the urge, or this is what spirit guides told me, hey, you might want to reach in there. But not reach in, reach down. So instinctually, the tendrils that leave my hand. I sent them into the sinkhole, but I sent him deeper. I wanted to know what was down there. All the way down. So my tendrils went down further, further, further. And I'm looking through my third eye to see where I'm going, essentially. And I find all these tunnel systems underneath the water, keep going yeah. in different places. And then I, I end up in a open chamber about the size of a football field, you would say. And in the center of this open chamber, there's an orange ball, a glowing orange ball. It looks like it's coated with like this clear, I want to say jelly kind of... A substance that's stripping, right? And my hand charges immensely. And I I have I haven't pulled it, I just know where it is. And I hand up my left hand to Mike and I say, hey, I need you to see what I see. So he takes my left hand, right? So he can see what I see, making a connection between me and him. And then I grab it. And then when I grab it, I pull it and I'm pulling and the thing weighs a ton. If you can imagine using only your fingers to pick up a hundred pound dumbbell and feeling that weight in your hand. Right. And me pulling and pulling and pulling and my tendrils wrapping around it and grabbing and it, pulling it out. And when I finally, and he was like, what are you pulling? What are you pulling? He kept saying that like, and I pull it out of the, the sinkhole and then put it in my ring. And the second it's in the ring instantly, me and Mike, it hit in the gut at the same time.
1: Put it to you this way, because I was, I was technically, I wasn't connected to them, so I don't know what, you know, whatever, but I saw their reaction, and they both were about to throw up. I've never seen that, like, because Isaac was feeling fine before, Mike was feeling fine before, but I thought they were both going to throw up. Like, they both doubled over and was like, Ugh.
0: And at the same time, too, because, like, we had the connection with our left hands, and we both dropped. And like, oh, like, we both got hit in the gut. Granted, probably a lot worse for Mike because of his surgeries and stuff like that that he had on his last stomach problems. And in me, it just felt like I got hit in the gut with like nausea all out of nowhere. And then my left, sorry, my left, my right arm, the hand that I pulled with, felt like I was squeezing and squeezing the windows, like, guess, muscle grippers for like a thousand times. Like, I couldn't even grip my, like, close a fist because my hand was so worn out. Right? strongest thing I've ever pulled, heaviest thing, I don't know, darkest thing, but it was just beyond anything I've ever pulled before, of anything. And I had to go in the ring, I had to ask this thing what it was to find out. It doesn't have a mouth, it doesn't have a name, it doesn't have a face, it doesn't even have a voice. So
1: it's probably just energy.
0: You would say that. But, one of my spirit guides, one statement, one word came through that's Described what this thing is primordial Ew. which primordial evil because it had to be evil for me to pull with my right hand primordial evil in the shape of an orange orb energy buried deep underneath this place and
1: another thing that's a little bit like what the heck is i found that so interesting because i don't know if you remember on the halloween i think it was a halloween episode I was talking about how I kept telling Mike and even Taylor and Diego. I was like, I keep seeing tunnels. Like it reminds me of like Ariel and The Little Mermaid, where she's like swimming through the different chambers and the tunnels and the everything like that. That's and, what kind of
0: looked like when my tenders were going through,
1: right? Yeah. So when he said that, I was like, holy crap! Because not only did I say it, but also the spirits over the spirit box a couple times said it. Said tunnels. Yeah. And um, I know when we were at the bigger lake, that's what I kept getting is that like all these tunnels underground. And I don't know if you guys remember, if you listened to that episode, but in that episode, we were talking about because Diego and Taylor were trying to s- see if maybe it could have been like where alligators slide in and out of the water. But he was like, absolutely not. That is not because we saw the beginning of one. Because mm. I was like, whoa, look at this. Because Mike even confirmed, like, yeah, I'm seeing tunnels. Like, what is that? And They were they were trying to say maybe it was beavers. Maybe it was alligators. But the more they looked at it, the more they were like, no, the, that can't be.
0: Because we kept talking about the whole entire time these sinkholes have to be connected. One sinkhole connects to another. other. There's got to be tunnel systems of waterways that go underneath the ground that connect all these sinkholes to each other. Right? Water sources. Mm-hmm. And a fresh water source underneath the ground. That's what led me to believe even attempt to going down there. My tangibles, not myself. And I found yeah, that's what I found. Deep under the ground, in a giant open chamber, orange ball of energy, that heaviest thing I ever pulled, darkest thing I ever pulled, that only came up with one word to describe it primordial.
1: I would love to get a waterproof camera camera and put it down one of the sinkholes.
0: It's gonna be done with darkness and trash. true. Oh,
1: that's true. <laughs> that's true. But you don't, like, when you think about it, all of those years, technically it would be, like, the number one spot to throw a body. Yeah. How many, because you got to think, we had, like, some evil stuff happen here. So, like, the Civil War, the Revolutionary War, slavery, and they probably, because Mike was getting. Slaughter
0: of Native Americans.
1: Yeah, all yeah. of that. How many bodies did they really put in there, or could be in there? Because uh, if you go in a sinkhole, you ain't coming out.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, so, first time to the list of things I've taken, they didn't think it would be a primordial evil energy source.
1: Right, yeah.
0: Yeah. But this, no, this takes a cake when it comes to... I was sore for two days afterwards.
1: Yeah, I've never seen Mike and Isaac react to something like that. Yeah. It was was pretty intense. And another thing that I, I... Go. I know. I kind of like said this story, but two with the flashlights. Mike has a huge, heavy-duty like strobe. Like it'll light up the whole friggin' forest. Like Cause flashlight. It, like,
0: yeah, a uh, spotlight. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and he has it velcroed into his vest because he ha- he wears a tactical vest when we go. Like it has all these pockets, all of his like compartments, mm-hmm. and this thing was strapped in. And I remember it was about the time right before we went back to the crossroads. I fiz- like I saw something grab his flashlight, rip it out of the Velcro and toss it. So that would have been the perfect thing to record.
0: Probably.
1: Again, if we had body cameras, I would have caught that.
0: Yeah. But tax return investments.
1: Yeah. <laughs> tax return investments. Tax return yeah.
0: investments. Uh along with us going back home for me. For you, yeah. Yeah. Well, he lived there for a little bit. Yeah. But we'll have more on that um, when he comes closer to the date. We're actually going. So hintity, hint, hint, teaser. Uh, but I guess that wraps us up for today. Yeah. So uh, give listens to all this podcasts. We might have links to them. Yeah, we the will.
1: I'll, I'll shout them out on Instagram, on all our social medias as well as in the description of this episode. And then to uh, just a little announcement for february a lot of our episodes are very um media based. media based yeah i guess um our next one is uh music going back into music that are dealing around paranormal subjects and again into the whole idea of music
0: paranormality and haunted music
1: yes and yeah. like how you could be at certain locations and like hear as an evp music yeah, because I know me and Megan have had instances where we've heard music where you can hear drumming or you can hear. I weird also talk stuff. about a
0: new genre involving paranormal music that I actually uh, like a lot now.
1: Yeah, so. so these are a lot of chill, like more chiller episodes, and then well, that,
0: uh we just told you guys was chill no whatsoever.
1: Yeah, and then and then we're actually going to do uh episode which I'm actually excited about. Uh, Isaac's going to pick some places that are on his bucket list uh, for investigations that he specifically wants to go that we haven't really talked about yet and then I will pick some and then we'll talk about like things people have experienced there like technically like a haunted location but ones that we want to and um, kind of some things that have worked with us on investigating like things that or methods or routines that we have found that have worked for us on investigations and stuff like that, and then yeah, and then we have some more cool episodes towards the end of the month. But I'll make a post about all of that because there's some more.
0: So as always, guys, you can catch our social media: at Hidden in the Shadows podcast on Instagram, Hidden in the shot Hidden in the Sha Six on uh, Twitter, or Hidden in the Podcast Two on TikTok. Uh, our links to all our social media, and always listen to us at Hidden in the Shadows Podcast dot com. But as always, we'll catch your widows in the next one.
1: Yes. Yeah.